This is the Cultivating this is Compassion. The cultivating this compassion is the Cultivating podcast. Compassion Podcast. This was originally Ross's vision. He saw Main Street Exchange as a place where he could show his work and the work of other artists off to the public. And so I asked Ross's mom, Jane Watts, who is the executive director of the Ross Lynn Foundation, to explain a little bit about how Main Street Exchange moved from an idea that Ross had to what it is today. The design and name of Main Street Exchange was actually a creation with Ross. We wanted to have a place to feature Ross's art and at the same time support other artists in the Ruston area. We planned for the gallery to feature fine art, including the works of ceramicists, furniture makers, sculptors, and jewelers. But as we were preparing to open Main Street, Ross died, so everything was put on hold. During the months following, we formed the Rosslyn Charitable Foundation in Ross's memory and decided to proceed with the opening of Main Street as a program of the foundation supporting the arts. And we wanted to have a presence in the community, beginning the foundation's work of giving back. That's been six years ago now. And over those six years, we have provided many artists the opportunity to show their work. But Main Street Exchange, or MSE for short, is much more than a gallery space for us at the Foundation. Most of our programming for the Rosslyn Foundation happens at MSE. It's where we perform the daily activities that are needed to keep the Foundation running, but it's also where we've been able to dream up new programs that further our missions. One such new program would be the North Louisiana Artists in Residence, which is an artist residency that we introduced in 2019 for the first time. Through our residence program, we provide artists the opportunity to be immersed in our community all across North Louisiana, to take their art to another level, and to use it to give back to the greater good. As a fundraiser for the foundation, MSC sells a curated collection of handmade goods as well as fine art in shows and exhibitions. Since the gallery shop opened, we have seen other spaces to exhibit artwork in our wrestling community open as well. We're glad to be a part of the growing community supporting the arts regionally because Ross was an artist. We believe in the value of creativity and of lives that grow and give back through creative expression. I can give you a really cool example of how we put shows on at Main Street Exchange. Last year, when we were accepting applications for the North Louisiana Artists in Residence, we saw a lot of incredible work from a variety of photographers in Louisiana and some of the surrounding states. 
And so once the whole application process had finished and we had selected our artists, we extended an offer to do a show to the applicants, simply saying that we thought that their work was incredible and we wanted to show it off to the community. This evolved into The Gathering Show, which is a collection of six photographers from Louisiana and Texas who each submitted one or two pieces to the show that is currently hung in Main Street Exchange downtown. But unfortunately, because of the coronavirus outbreak, we had to close the store. If you follow us on social media though, you'll see that we have begun to adapt the physical gathering show as it sits in our space into an online version that you can both see on social media as we gradually release new shots of each picture, or you can see the whole show together on our website at rosslinfoundation.org gathering. And I'll put the link in the description for the episode. I was able to chat on the phone with one of the photographers from The Gathering Show, Tom Bennett. Tom is a New Orleans-based photographer keeping the flame alive for film photography. He shoots a variety of film formats with his personal projects and he maintains a dark room with a few friends in the city. During the interview, I asked him about how he got started in the craft. I did not expect his answer. My maternal grandmother uh, wrote a column for this little weekly newspaper in her in her little small town in Mississippi. And uh, so she was always wandering around interviewing people and talking to them about, you know, little stories. And she always had a camera with her, and she'd take photos of, of you know, her friends and neighbors. And I guess at some point I showed some interest, and um, she let me use her camera when um, my family went to – we went to see the launch of um, uh, Apollo 11, 1969. Oh, wow. um, she wanted me to document the trip, so I did with you know using her camera, and I enjoyed. You know, it kind of gave me a, a project, I guess. As a, I was ten years old, and um, it was a big moment for me because I was also, you know, really into the, um, you know, the moon landing and all that. Uh, yeah, it was pretty memorable. I mean, I can still picture it. I, we had an aunt that lived on the coast of, uh, of Florida, just I don't know, probably thirty minutes south of Cape Canaveral, and. Um, so we stayed with them, and we we watched the launch on television, and then we ran out to her front yard, which was on the Atlantic, and um and saw in the distance saw the rocket going up. So it was uh-huh. for a ten year old kid, it was pretty it was pretty incredible. Yeah, it sort of told that that story, I guess, from from my perspective. Um, and then so you know I maintained my interest in photography, and uh, when I went to when I went to college, I, I went to Tech. I went to Louisiana Tech, and um, I studied I studied photography and English. I sort of had a double major, and with the intention of being a photojournalist. Um, and I um, also had a minor in history. And when I got out, I ended up not going into photojournalism, but um, I ended up in the uh, more of the commercial realm of, of photography, and that's that's kind of where I, I still am. Uh, so uh, that's kind of how I generally got started. Tom has two pieces in The Gathering Show, and you can see them on our website. I'll put the link in the description. I asked him to explain the meaning behind the two photos and to give us an idea of what his greater body of work looks like. Yeah, so um, so both of those were, were photographs that I took. in. I grew up in Morgan City, Louisiana. Um, I'm, I'm in New Orleans now, but Morgan City is about 90 miles west of here. So I grew up in there. Grew up there. Uh, it was an oil boom town, 
you know, my dad worked in the oil industry like everybody else. And, um, uh, you know, it, it was very active, very busy town. And now when you go back, it's, you know, obviously after the sort of the oil bust of, I guess, the mid eighties, um, a lot of businesses moved out and it, it, you know, the town, uh, just, you know, I won't say it died. It, it's just, um, you know, the activity has been suppressed. And, and mm-hmm. so, um, what I'm interested in, um, and, and kind of from a historical perspective is, I mean, I guess for one thing, I'm, I'm nostalgic. I like going back to my hometown, even though I don't have family there anymore. Um, and, but it, it, you know, growing up there, it meant a lot to me and it's familiar, even though it's changed. And, um, but I'm interested in how, in how it's changed and how the, the sort of, you know, the landscape has changed and how things are different now than they were, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Um, so I'm drawn to photographing old, you know, buildings and signage that sort of represent that idea, you know, things that are sort of derelict, things that are, you know, kind of falling down, things that haven't been maintained. Um, so that, that's sort of what, you know, I'm looking for. So, for example, like that, the double E, uh, photo, uh, that's, mm-hmm. you know, right downtown where things used to be really bustling and busy. And that, I, I don't, I, I still haven't found out the, the name of that particular business, but it's on a corner right on Front Street. And it's, um, uh, you know, just those, those two E's are all that's left of the original sign and one of them is kind of falling down. And so to me, it's sort of, it sort of captured that whole idea of, you know, things changing, things falling, you know, falling apart over time and sort of the same thing with the Texaco sign. Um, you know, the fact that it's laying on its side, you know, next to this, uh, storage building, um, not being utilized anymore. I mean, uh, you know, at one time it was, you know, sitting upright and very important kind of beacon for this business, you know, this big sign. And now it's just, you know, just laying on its side, uh, you know, doing nothing but fading. And, um, so that's, that's sort of what drew me to those, you know, those two particular images, but that's, that's sort of what I photograph in general down there. Things that are, you know, not the new and shiny, but sort of the things that have, that are, uh, definitely past their prime and that, that represent the change, you know, that's, that's happened, um, uh, certainly since the eighties. One point that I thought was really cool while talking to Tom was him talking about the equipment that he uses and how it ties into the theme of his work. I've used different formats. Um, and I, I landed on this, uh, for, for those particular images, um, I use a, an, a hundred year old, uh, uh, panorama view camera that uses, uh, is seven by seven inch by 17 inch film. So the size of the prints that you're seeing there, that's the size of the negative. Um, and they're just contact printed onto a, a fine art paper. Um, in the dark room, it's all, you know, I do it all myself, but, um, I kind of landed on that format because uh, um, I want to photograph. I'm photographing around the Atchafalaya Basin. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of these little small towns throughout the Atchafalaya Basin that that sort of fit this narrative that I'm that I'm working on. 
And, um, you know, I, South Louisiana is just flat, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's no, um, <laughs> nothing too, uh, you know, nothing too higher than a four story building pretty much anywhere. So, um, that, that sort of elongated format helped me kind of deal with the, with what I, with the landscape and the, you know, the cityscapes that I wanted, the things that I wanted to photograph. Given that the name of the podcast is Cultivating Compassion, when we bring guests on the show, we like to ask them what compassion means to them. I, I guess I would kind of equate compassion with an ongoing interest. And it, and it, it, it does kind of get very personal because it's, as I mentioned earlier, it's sort of nostalgic, you know, for me to go back to my hometown and and see it in a in certainly in a different way. Um, and... I, I have, I guess I have, you know, I have a love for my hometown and, and, and the area around there. And at least, you know, right now, this is sort of a way for me to, to pay attention to that and to investigate it and to look at it and, um, explore it, explore, you know, I, that, that feeling of, of nostalgia and that feeling of, of love and compassion for mm-hmm. a place. For me, in the type of photography that I do, I guess it, my way of, of showing that is paying attention to the change and how things how things have changed and how you know these these places won't won't be here forever. You know, things don't last forever. They may last longer than our lifetimes, but they don't last forever. We want to give a big thank you to Tom Bennett for allowing us to interview him and hear about both his pieces in the show and his background in photography. And thank you to you as well for listening to the episode and taking time out of your day to hear a little bit about the story of the Rosslyn Foundation. The Gathering Show was not the only physical art show that we had planned for the spring here that we had to postpone due to the stay-at-home order. Another event that we had scheduled was a tour of art collections as they sit in homes in Ruston. It was called Art at Home, a collector's tour, and we're looking at hopefully having it at some point eventually, so stay on the lookout for that. Be sure to check out The Gathering Show, though, on our website at rosslinfoundation.org gathering. And again, I'll put the link in the description. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to see what we're doing. On the Rosslyn side, we are working on online content that we're kind of developing as we go during these changing times. And we want to hear from you about what you're doing to respond to the coronavirus. So comment on our post on social media, send us a message. Email us, write us a letter, smoke signals, however you want to communicate with us. But we'd love to hear from you. And if you've got some cool things you're doing, we'd love to be able to share them with other people so that other people can do them too. This episode was produced by Ryan Botts, Dylan Sanders, and Jane Watts with support from Ashley Crook. Music was by Ross Lynn. Cultivating Compassion is a project of the Rosslyn Charitable Foundation and is recorded and produced in historic downtown Ruston, Louisiana. To learn more about the Rosslyn Foundation and how to support our work, you can visit us online at www.rosslynfoundation.org 
or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to the Cultivating Compassion podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. See you next time.